Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Osiris. Welcome to another episode of Goose Chicks Podcast, an all-women-led show focused mostly on the band Goose, the community that supports them, and all genres of live music. We are super excited. Tonight, we have yet another installment in our Gonna Turn It Up, some series where we've been discussing um, about all different genres with different bands. And tonight, we have a special guest. The Textures are going to join us. But first, let me pull Chelsea on stage and say hi. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm hot. It's extremely hot here. So... If I start sweating or something, sorry, guys. But no worries. I know y'all are under like some big heat dome or something. Dude, it's bad. It's like feels like 115 or something like that. So whoa, 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 there's whoa. like no chill. But Got it. Good. Okay. Well, I wanted to start before we bring our guests on tonight, just to ask you what, like, what's been fun for you about this little Turn It Up Some series that we've been doing. How's it been for you? I know you've got some cool stuff coming up with it. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about that, but yeah. What what has it been like? I mean, this was just kind of something that sprouted organically uh, out of us talking with other bands and being like, hey, we should bring some folks on and talk to them. Yeah, this has been really fun for me. I really like learning about other different bands and how they got started and things like that. Um, but I wasn't, it's weird because like you said, it happened organically. Like I was telling someone, it's never something I like sought out to do that we were like, oh, let's, you know, start interviewing bands and stuff. But it just kind of happened with summer camp and that. And um, it's been really fun. And I got to bring my friends, The Textures, a local band on today. Uh, so that's cool to share like from where I'm from and the music I see. But then also I will go uh, be going to see Dogs in a Pile in a couple weeks and I will get to talk to them and do an interview before their show. So 
that's super exciting. And it's just been fun to branch out and um, talk about other bands than just Goose because honestly, I don't listen to Goose 24-7. I listen to other music too. So it's we are well-rounded. We're obsessed with Goose, but we are not solely focused on right. True. It's true. Well, uh, please uh, introduce the texture so everyone knows who they are. Yeah. So like I said, um, this is a band local to the Quad Cities where I'm from, and I see them live a lot. Um, and they're sure to make your hips shake and your heads move. The Textures are an original six-piece band led by the lead vocalist and frontwoman, Kelsey Kays. And they're featuring a dual guitarist, a bassist, a synthesis, a drummer. And their sound is often described as soulful funk with a taste for jams. So. I love that description. Also, Kelsey has the best front woman name in history. Welcome, Textures. Welcome to the show. If you all want to go around, just introduce each of yourselves to our audience. I'll start. Yep. I'm Ben. I play rhythm guitar and a little bit of lead guitar. I'm Kelsey. I'm newly married to Ben here, which is why my last name is Kays. Um, Kelsey Case. <laughs> I'm the lead singer. I write all the lyrics. I write most of the melodies uh, with the occasional influence from a pal in the band. And I'm passed over Fish. Right. Uh, I'm Fish. Uh, I'm the bass player. Uh, you know, it's been it's been really fun playing with these guys and it's grooving. Awesome. I love it. So just so everyone knows, like, where is the Quad Cities exactly? Because I was wrong of where I thought it was. So please, <laughs> where are the Quad Cities? We're in the Mississippi Valley in the Midwest. So we're south of Wisconsin. We are west of, well, Illinois included. We're Illinois and Iowa meet right in the center. Um, so oh, yeah. Quad cities. It's like all the states are the quad It's cities. like, it's two states, four cities Gosh. around the river. Fun fact, it's the only place where the Mississippi runs east to west yep. instead of north to south. So there's like a little... A little, Spot. A little straight that's where Spot. we sit. Yep. And that's where y'all are. Well, that's exciting. Very awesome. Well, how have y'all been doing? How's your summer been going? What's been going on for the textures in 2023 in this uh, oppressive heat that we're all dealing with right now? <laughs> it's been a really fun summer. We got a chance this year to play a lot more festivals um, and just events that we were really excited to not only showcase what we have in store, but also to celebrate other um, community members and people and in general just all kinds of stuff we played chalk fest we played um the dawn and on after party we just got to play um oh my god alternating, alternating currents <laughs> and summer jam um it's just been really fun we've just got such an opportunity to play this year and meet people and, and it's been fun it's been a blast. that's so yeah. great i love when bands get to play i i've learned I feel like most of the new music I've um, kind of absorbed in the last couple of years has either been through the podcast and talking with folks like Chelsea or at um, at festivals because you just get to experience so many people and it's so much fun. Also, it's so great to see all the musicians, you know, vibing with each other and enjoying each other. I feel like music can be like solitary sometimes you're so focused on your craft and these festivals just kind of open things up and it's really cool so exciting that y'all got to play so many of them yeah what was your favorite Ooh. um out of this summer for me i would say the dawn and on after party that that was just an absolute blast we just that was uh, we were uh we started playing uh a little bit before it let out probably what 15 20 minutes or so before the show that was maybe a five minute walk let out 
And then all these people just come swarming in at once. And it just was like, whoa, you look up and there's just a wave of people just dancing and having a good time. Yes. Midnight to 2 a.m. So that was a first for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That um, show was so fun. And I vended at Dawn and On all day. Ooh. literally like 12 hours. And I was like, I got to make it to the after party and see the textures. And I did. I was there. I stayed the whole time. Those after parties give you like a little extra boost of energy, I feel like. I well, I stopped at the, you know, uh, District Chinese on my way. And I, I, I ate Chinese. Fuel up, fuel up. Yeah, me and Nikki shared it. It was a very, <laughs> hope no one saw that. Um, yeah, but that was an amazing show. It was so fun. Did you say, um, I did love playing the Don and on after party. I think... For me, maybe the most memorable show of this summer so far, it was early, well, it wasn't early summer, was it? But Chalk Fest, was that the one where we had the was, weather issues? It was, yeah, it was June. We had like every okay. season. Yeah, we had every season during that gig. I mean, it, it was sunny and warm. It was windy and cool. It rained. Um I mean, we had to put the tarp up over our keyboardist so that he wouldn't. Yeah, at <laughs> so, one point, he was like Dracula under this tarp playing the keys. Yeah, and and my mind immediately went to like, oh darn, you know, this is not ideal for this show. And then I just let it go, and I was like, this is actually sort of fun. Looked out over the river, the wind almost toppled me over. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that was a fun show. Yeah. Those are so memorable when the elements kind of get in your way. I also think for fans, it's so, I don't know, like becomes like burned into your, you know, seared into your memory. Just those elements that folks play in. And also I'm always amazed that acts keep playing because kudos to y'all for, for staying out there. Chelsea? Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your band origin story and how you landed on the name The Textures? Yeah, I can start. I can take that one. Um, I guess I'm the oldest member of The Textures in age and in um, tenure, I guess. <laughs> so... Uh, texture started with just a couple guys getting together out in Illinois City in a in a sort of shed slash garage, um, playing some soul soul jam funk music. And um, at that time, different people. I mean, we, we sort of pulled in. Oh, let's see. So we had a show in Iowa City where we had an opening band called Wolfbriar. That band contained two cousins that were a drummer and a keyboardist and we sort of we watched them play and we we're like wow they're pretty amazing um see if we can get in with those guys so we we teamed up with the drummer and the keyboardist there they they ended up joining the band um and probably around that time well maybe it was a little bit before i guess because we already had the name um but we wanted to come up with a name that was a I guess, like, interesting to hear, interesting to say, so textures, you know, a um, little bit catchy. And then we really didn't want to nail ourselves down to a genre, so we wanted the name to sort of elicit the fact that we had the freedom to play in any genre that we wanted to. So we have a song, maybe a couple songs that are more alternative, we have a couple songs that are more pop, and then, and then we most of the time lean into our funk and soul jam band genres. But so that we felt like the textures was just let people know that we, whatever the textures means to you, I mean, whether it's smooth or rough or 
um, sandpaper or, or soft. <laughs> the textures could be a lot of different things and we wanted that to be our genre as well. Many times though, throughout our, throughout our um, history together, I think the name has also informed some of our stylistic choices. So if we're putting something together and we're thinking, man, this sounds too X or this sounds too something else. Um, we say, well, wait, we're the textures. We can play whatever we want. We don't have a, we don't have a defined genre. So um, ended up playing with the drummer and the keyboardist there. Froggy, um, our keyboardist still plays in the band to this day. Then um, I was going to, I was considering um, maybe possibly moving. Um, and so the boys looked for a different guitarist, Justin. He ended up, I ended up not moving. So then we ended up having two guitarists, which worked out well because Justin is a fantastic um, lead player. Then what? Then we, then we wanted to explore same bass. Time I joined. That was the same time you joined. Oh, we, I forgot we, about you. Justin and I started at the same rehearsal. Okay. We both showed up to audition at the same time, but we each of us thought the other one had already been in, been in the band. Yeah. <laughs> Picked each other out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Kelsey and I were a little bit nervous because we were, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. We lived together, partners and everything. And to bring in that dynamic of um, partnership plus being in a band together, we were nervous that maybe it would cause friction either between us or the other members of the group. And I think so far, only friction between us. <laughs> <laughs> now it's worked out perfectly. Um, and then, yeah, then we were looking for a bass player to join us. And um, Justin, JB, our guitarist, had known other Justin <laughs> from a different job and brought him in. I think we hired you day one. Yeah, I was, learned all the songs, and then we went to the recording studio. Maybe the next three week. three weeks later, after um, yeah, after I my first practice, we were into the studio doing the first album. Yeah, so Fish's determination to learn all of our songs quickly and like he had been a member for years, it was really impressive. And then most recently, we uh, teamed up with Kyle, our drummer. Um, Kelsey knew him. Kelsey and Frog knew him from high school days. Right, he's a jazz drummer and and a punk drummer and played a lot of different genres and he's he's been fitting in perfectly with us for about the past five or six months or so yeah yeah something like that yeah and that's been bring, a long journey but brings you to the present <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's interesting because i never knew any of that i was just like because i think i saw you guys for the first time maybe like a year ago um and i was so it was most of you different drummer but um mm -hmm. yeah, so that's super interesting i love that out of the out of the frat frying pan into the fire right to the uh, recording studio it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned as we mentioned in the intro and you, you mentioned as well in your descriptions that you describe yourself as like a soulful funk band with a taste for jams has jamming always been present in you know since the forming of the band and also what are some of your jam influences oh yeah i feel like and I'm the, the singer, okay? So I don't, I don't start the jams. But um, <laughs> since I, since I've been in the band, I can say for sure, jam has always been a part of it, and not always inspired from a place in particular. But I think every member that's played with us has has been like, I want to jam. I they just have the music's in them. It's like a lot of the fun of playing. Um, Fish, what, what would you speak to? Um, jam I, I would say. I owe a lot to Grateful Dead um, because that's kind of where I got a lot of my start with music. But also like Parliament, even like 
some of the groovy stuff they were doing with the uh, the funk on the one that Bootsy always talks about and play what you feel in between. Uh, stuff like that, like Lettuce, um, that's a huge influence for me. Uh, and then Lotus as well. I, oh, mm. man, I love Lotus. And I mean, I could, I could go on all day. Yeah. There's just like so many different styles that I appreciate and want to hone in on and so many different bands that could really fit within all of that, you know. Yeah, and JB would probably say Whitesburg Panic, Humphreys oh, yeah. McGee. He likes to play some Santana too, just like go nuts. I mean, always it's going to be fish for me. So I remember being a freshman in high school, listening to a fish tape that I think one of my buddies had made, and we just listened to that thing front and back constantly, driving around, skipping school probably, just listening to Lawn Boy on tape. Over. God bless the taper section. <laughs> God bless all the tapes that were making the rounds around that. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge Fish fan myself. Fan of all those bands you mentioned. I'm going to see Umphreys on Friday, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Exciting. Yeah, um, that's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, Chelsea, I think, you're, I think you're up. Yeah, so you told us some of your influences, but um, like what funk bands do you see as crucial to understanding your sound? And what newer funk funk acts are y'all into? Funk, man. I feel like we do Cool in the Gang, and I feel like Cool in the Gang, Earth, Wind, and Fire, like classic 70s funk is definitely like right up there for us, especially I feel like when I think of funk, I think of the rhythmic guitar. Like for me, that's what funk means. And so like when Ben writes too, I especially feel that. But I feel like maybe you write a little bit more toward the modern like Wolfpack and... yeah. Um, yeah, probably Wolfpack for me. Yeah. I would definitely say for some of the stuff that I would write, I would say like Funkadelic would be an influence, uh, some Parliament stuff. A lot of, I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of that old school, like psychedelic funk kind of stuff like that. But also some of like, um, yeah, like, uh, I mean, even Steady Flow, um, I mean, they do, they got a lot of like really funky grooves that kind of turn me on and those guys are really really good well and even some of the stuff that like jam bands do like umph and um and goose like have that similar style of like there's some real funk influence in it even though it's not funk in and of itself you know i guess on the surface i feel like that's sort of what what we're doing is is taking those funk rhythms and ideas and then blending them into pop and jam and yeah, I, one, I love the Cool and the Gang shout out. People sleep on Cool and the Gang so much because they think the celebration is like the sum total of their catalog. When that's like the lowest, I guess I would say, or whatever. I don't know how you how you rank it, but I would say the wrath of their uh, catalog is way deeper than that. And so sh I love that shout out. And then I think it's interesting too to think about how jam bands have incorporated funk, not just through guitar, but we hear a lot of synthesizers getting into the funk area bass players as well where it's like taking this idea of rhythmic guitar funk and moving it onto these other instruments and creating more textures no pun intended or pun intended um into into like this expansive use of funk in jam bands so that's really great to hear and i love all those influences yeah frog frog on the keys he lays it down i mean he surprises us probably at every show with something cool something crazy, especially when you go to the studio and we're really isolating each part, like, Frog brings it. I, know. <laughs> I love it. 
Agree. I saw him play last night with a different band. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was very funky as well. It was fun. <laughs> um, so speaking of being here in the Quad Cities, seeing live music, uh, you all have an awesome presence in the Quad Cities, and you have a great local fan base, um, including me. You see my texture shirt, everyone. Um, so how does it feel to have that support, and do you have any plans to expand further outside the QC? You you oh, I mean, I, it literally brings me to tears. We were playing at Max Tavern last weekend for alternating currents. And I'm going to cry time out now. There's just such a huge crowd of people, not just there, but dancing and singing along. And as somebody who's written since I was an angsty teen, you know, like doing the Olivia Rodrigo, like meh, kind of a thing. And then now to like writing songs that just make me feel good and that I can see make other people feel good. And they're just, singing and dancing is really awesome and nobody really that we see regularly did I know before this experience so knowing that like our music has like attracted those folks and now they're great friends it's just really warming we get we get a lot of the same friends and uh, I, I wouldn't even call them fans they're friends at this point that, that come out to our shows and, yeah. and enjoy that uh, expansion yeah you know about expansion yeah. Well, I want to I want to stick on that for a little bit. So I think our bread and butter is our live shows. We we all like to play live more than we like to maybe listen to our own music. <laughs> so um, a, a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago, we decided to incorporate some very rudimentary choreography into our live set. <laughs> yeah, I just felt I felt like if the crowd could see us, even if it was just stepping back and forth on the one, two, three, four, but if we were all doing it together, that would create some, you know, um, visual interest on stage. And invite them in. And invite them in to do it. It it has worked. And we probably only have like five or six songs where we have written choreography. Um, But I think our core fan base has created choreography for themselves so now i'll look up sometimes and the the crowd knows a dance that we didn't come up with that we never did they'll be i mean on the song you just played disco there the lyrics talk about lights floor to ceiling and they they have these parts where they point up and oh that's right i forgot about that yeah and so to see the crowd um knowing parts of our show that we don't know um i think is really cool yeah Yeah, it is yeah and then there's That's the, amazing. That's so cool. It's exciting. And I do love the little dances also as a fan. <laughs> the little dances. That's what you call them. I have to give a shout out to Lana too, who did who started this one on Weasel in the Wall. And it's just a sidestep, but it's it's got a little bit more to it. Grown into something. And yeah, more. and now it's like I I thought we had a flash dance at one point. Um, a flash mob. A flash, yeah, mob. Flash. <laughs> flash dance. <laughs> flash mob at one point. And we did live at five because like they just came out of nowhere and started doing it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we definitely plan to expand, um, especially thinking about booking the next year because you pretty much have to plan six to eight months in advance. Um, we're hoping to get get out more regionally. Um, we love playing the Quad Cities, but we spend so much time and energy in what we do, and we really, really want to share it. Like, no beating around the bush. You know, the, the dream is there. Um, so we'd like to play out a little farther east toward... Peoria, maybe up towards Chicago, Des Moines, Burlington, Galesburg. Um, We're working on some St. Louis stuff right now. St. Louis, yeah. Kansas City even. Um, Try to play with some other bands, make some friends out there too, and so that we can kind of return, do some mini tours, and 
uh, yeah, we'll see what next year's got in store. I love it. I, this expansion to my West, I hope everyone's listening, my calendars, which brings me to my next question, which is for folks that are unfamiliar with the textures, like where do you usually send them for a crash course? Are there specific songs that you're like, listen to these four because you'll get a good, you know, understanding of what we are and what our sound is like? Where do you direct folks when they have that question? If we had, uh, if, if we had like a... Um choose four songs i would say um can we do like unrecorded ones too or just recorded ones? well yeah um okay so i would say pop and balloons really defines kind of uh that like poppier kind of feeling that we have um i would say ice cream and coffee would be a good one that kind of incorporates jam in a live aspect not as much on the record as we do in the live setting um there is a song we have that's unrecorded right now, um, and it's it's become known as Train Song. Um, Thanks, fish. Yeah. Uh, so, um, it's got it's got it's, a title we can't say. Yeah, um, and it's it's really it's really that like old school kind of like funk kind of feeling, and um, that's got that kind of groove to it as our um, keyboardist is kind of put it a couple times and then uh let's see i would say traveler would be one that is a very good use of our alternative kind of style yeah and i think our top listens on spotify are pretty good good sign too disco's up there yep talking without a head that was our first hit and that's got like that fast paced feel mm-hmm. that we that's the kind of energy that we try to bring to live shows so i would say if they really want a crash course come to a live show um because yeah. that's where the experience is at we keep it really fun. I mean, we have a couple moments where we take a breath, and uh, we have a song called Land's Never Seen that's a little bit beachy. and So we have, we've got some vibes and, and songs people can just jam on, but um, try to keep it fun. And, sure. and can we just talk about how amazing Kelsey's voice is? Because it's so soulful, and just, like, she belts, and it's just... It's so cool. It really it adds another texture to the to the sound, and I just love it. So, so that's another thing live, though. Sometimes the notes are bad, so <laughs> if you want to get the human experience. <laughs> you always sound good. good. Thank you, Chelsea. It's so fun. I love it. Uh, Chelsea, I think you're up again. Uh, yeah, so we just talked, you have some of your music on Spotify and Apple music everywhere. You can stream music, I'm assuming. Um, but where can everyone follow you and support your work and, um, any live shows coming up people can attend or any news you want to share with everyone? Yeah. Um, I should pull up the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> where can they follow? Our, where they follow us? our best place to follow us that we're managing content right now. And I know people make fun of me for it. It's probably Facebook. Um, we are starting to ramp up our Instagram a little bit too, but I just want to caution. We, we had an old Instagram account that we got totally locked out of. Don't follow the old one, follow the new one, (laughs) the textures official. And, uh, and then we're on Facebook and that's, that's where we're pretty much sharing all of our like upcoming shows. Uh, we'll share links to our music on there. You'll find goofy pictures of what we're up to on there. Um, kind of the, kind of the whole shebang there. Coming up this weekend, we're super excited that we get the opportunity to play for the first annual Mo Live. Um, this is in Moline, Illinois. Last year, they did a sesquicentennial. That's really hard to say. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they shortened it to Mo Live, which is great. And uh, the main squeeze is playing. And so being able to be on that bill, maybe 
pop a hello in backstage. We'll see. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really exciting. And then some other really, like, really good friends of ours, Logan Springer, he's playing the A.B. Grass Band, um, yeah. Heads in Motion, Far Out 283. So there's some really, really great local stuff, and there's some regional and national stuff, and it's totally free. So really excited to do that this weekend in Moline. And after that, we'll be playing next at the Tangled Wood in Bettendorf. Uh, I think that's early September. And then we're headlining a small festival in Davenport. Um, Coffee House is having us out, so check them out, East Village Davenport. And then we'll be at the Washington um, in Burlington coming up also. So we've got four or five shows yet this fall. Um, and then, then we'll see where the next year takes us. I love it. It's all like super exciting. Um, everyone, make sure you go. I just put that up on the um, feed. We'll make sure it's also on our show notes to so go and follow them on Facebook and stay abreast and go see them when they come to your city soon. Um, and also maybe take a trip out to the Quad Cities because sounds like things are really popping out there and lots of great music. So here's <laughs> your invitation. Right. Um, also, this weekend at Mo Live, which I'm very excited about. I don't know if I'll make your guys set because I'm vending somewhere else. But um, I know, and I didn't make last weekend either. I was really sad. But I heard those shows were really good. So you so many times, Chelsea. We we know you support. I know. I know. I just I'm like shit. I want to go. I like it's FOMO. Can't um, <laughs> make them all. Um, but also, Eric Gale is playing um, for oh, free shit. in Moline on Saturday, which is just like blowing everyone's mind um, at the same festival that they're playing, same stage even. So that's amazing. And we don't um, want to Friday night. Friday night, there's tons of artists sponsored by Mercado on 5th. And that's, yep. I've seen some videos. It's going to be really good. Yes. Uh, a very nice uh, mix of Latin music on um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, so yeah. that'll be awesome too. That's amazing. Yes. Before we let you go, is there any music you're going to see that you're excited about i know everyone's fall tours are in full swing and i'm going i said i'm going uh, this friday to see umphreys mcgee but i'm also going to see fish out in colorado for the hey, so hey oh my gosh we gotta we gotta link up are you, going, are you going all three days i'm going all four nights four days, right. i was only going three and we literally just added thursday like yesterday <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> we'll be there saturday we'll find you Yes, for sure. Yeah. We'll have to exchange um, phone numbers so we can link up in there. I'm excited. I've, this is, I think it's my 50th fish show overall. What? But, um, my first mix run. So I'm very excited about it. It's going to be great. My parents actually live in Commerce City. And so it was too perfect because we were like, oh, we got a place to stay. That's five minutes. They must, they, what do they think about this, like, dissension of Wooks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom owns it. She loves, like, Renaissance festivals and stuff. So she, she like, stinky pirates and weird people. It's yeah. right up her alley, then. Right up her alley. I love it. What are y'all going to? Yeah, name two I'm going. What are y'all going to see? Yeah. Yeah, we got fish coming up. Didn't you guys are going to see? Um, uh, I'm gonna probably go see um, Widespread Panic one night in Milwaukee. Uh, I haven't gotten tickets yet, but I'm probably just gonna show up without it and hope to get one. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's always a ticket. They they shake loose. Always. They always shake well, loose. Widespread Panic fans are great about keeping it face price too, so that's that's nice. They they got a respect for the music, and you know they don't want to rip somebody off. They want people to enjoy the experience. That's I love cool. it. Yeah, that's and nice. We're going to see Lake Street. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, going to see Lake Street Dive, I think, in October. November. November, maybe. Yep. Um, 
originally a girls' night, but the boys love Lake Street Dive too. So, you know. <laughs> oh, there you go. I love it. I love it. Um, awesome. Well, thank y'all for joining us. So great to have you on the show. We'll have to have you back on next year to talk when, whenever you have new stuff or anything you want to talk with us about, just hit Chelsea up. We're happy to have you back on and, uh, we'll be playing some, some textures in this household anyways. Yeah, so thank you oh, thank so you. much. Really nice. Yeah. Chelsea, thanks for asking us. Thanks y'all. Have a good course. Thank you. See ya. Oh my gosh. They're so great. I love them. I'm going to definitely be diving into that. And I've been loving the series so much because like I said, it's just introduced me to so many different acts, so many other um, musicians and all these bands, at least so far we've talked to like are in the jam space in some way. And it's so great to see the different ways people are, are entering jam spaces and doing so much with improvisational music, which is our jam. So, um, oh my God. that was so fun. I'm just like cheesing. Just, I love the cheesing. Aww. We have They're a great. few announcements. Let me, anyways, Cam Hurt uh, has just announced that he's doing a new show called best show ever. Uh, if you don't know Cam, he is a hilarious comedian who skewers jam band, um, you know, I don't know, culture, I guess. Um, he's really, really funny and just the, the sweetest, sweetest person. And he loves talking about shows um, and specifically the best shows ever. So he um, is has a whole season full of special guests, musicians, music journalists rep- to reminisce about their concert going careers and share untold stories of seeing um, of the history of seeing live music. So whether you're brand new to the concert scene or a grizzled, jaded vet, this unfiltered, candid and Hilarious podcast is like having the best seat in the house to the best shows of all time. It comes out September 5th. He's dropping two episodes a week. And I was lucky enough to get asked to be on one of the shows. RJB from Osiris and I are going to be on the same show. I think it's like October 17th or something. But anyways, don't worry about waiting for me. Just subscribe to Best Show Ever. It's on all of our platforms. We've already shared it everywhere. But Cam is so, so wonderful. I had the best time reminiscing. I'm not allowed to say what my best show it ever was until the show airs. So you'll have to tune in to hear what that is. But I got to talk about my first show ever, my worst show ever, some honorable mentions, and then a deep dive into my best show ever. So it's very, um, it's really, really fun. And I'm really excited. I think there's gonna be some other content Kim and I are doing together coming out in preparation for that. So be on the lookout. And I believe he has uh, Jeff on one of the episodes. Yeah, Jeff Arabolo is going to be on one. Yeah. Um, his dad's going to be on one. Um, it's all the Ryan Storm. I mean, literally. Right. All- the, all the cast and characters are there and it's going to be really, really fun. So definitely check it out. And I can just say, just I had the best time recording and it really was so fun. I hadn't been invited to like think about my best show ever and also think about my concert experiences in a really long time from that perspective of like, when did I feel really like connected to music and what really moved me? So it was a really fun exercise to really even think about these things. And Cam does not know in advance who, what your best show ever is. So it was fun to surprise him too. And I think, well, he'll ex- you'll experience that in the moment with him um, as we each share what our best show ever was. So definitely check that out. Subscribe everywhere that you get um, your podcasts. And again, it comes out September 5th. So check that out. We, Goose Chicks Podcast, are doing a fall couch tour. Super excited about this. We are going to be couch touring together. We're going to be having Zoom set up where everyone can join us and we 
can watch these shows together because I don't know about y'all, but between Summer Tour, Goosemas, Europe, all of the things, fall, um, I, I, we're, we're just going to be couch touring around here. And I know uh, most of the Goose Chicks are doing the same, um, although some of us are going to Red Rock, so we might see you there. Um, so... I just wanted to go through the shows. We're definitely going to be doing this special um, Zoom couch tour watch party with. Uh, we're kicking off things in Boston on the 13th of September. This is right around the corner. We're also going to be doing Detroit on Saturday, September 16th. We are going to do both Oakland shows, the 25th and 26th. And of course, finishing up at Red Rocks on um, October 4th and 5th. So I'm really excited. And I don't know about you, Chelsea, but I think it's going to be a good time. We're just going to get together. Um, we're going to do some trivia and fun stuff and giveaways at set break. There may be some special guests that pop up. Who knows with us? You never know. <laughs> I'm excited because that's what we do anyways in our group chat when we're all couch touring. We all just are like chatting like as we watch. And so it'll be fun to do that with other people too. And Absolutely. But we do need to keep things safe. Um, so you do have to RSVP and register ahead of time and RSVP. You can go to goosechickspod.com backslash couch tour and just sign up right there. We just need your email address and then we'll send you all the information on how to join again because we will be sharing screens and in community with each other. We do have to have a few um, access controls in place so that we know who's showing up and I hope everybody will join us. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait to hear some sick jam and one of us just put our whole face in the screen like, oh my God, <laughs> um, did you hear what was going on? So yeah, this is our first time doing this. We're really excited to do it and as Chelsea said, it's literally how we watch most shows when we're, even when we are some of us are at the shows we're still doing this yeah, like, oh my gosh did you hear that i can't believe that just happened so <laughs> definitely check that out and then the last thing um is that we just announced this week is top of the flock i don't know about you chelsea i'm so 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 excited about it mm -hmm. um it's going to be a deep exploration of the 2023 year in goose we are going to be figuring out what's the best of the best and created one brilliant uh, playlist for all of us crowdsourced by all of you fans out there. And we're really excited to be partnering with WTED um, Radio. Uh, they're going to be working with us in quite a few capacities, but um, as we start to announce show um, songs that have made it onto the top of the flock list, you'll start to see them. We announced two this week, which was Arrow and Hot Tea. So minimally, we'll be starting with those, but many more. I... I'll, if anybody's listening and if they hear this um, later, I do know Michael did let me know that Animal has officially also made the list. So really the third song that for sure oh. we'll be deep diving on. But um, it's going to be a really good time. You'll get more about that on our social. So make sure you follow us, Goose Chicks Pod, everywhere that you are, all of the platforms. Definitely if you're subscribing to the show, which we hope that you do. Um, Leave us a review, really helps us out. And also tell your friends about the show and let them know to come listen with us. Um, I think I'll leave it to you to close it out per usual, Chelsea. Yeah, so thanks everyone for joining us. Be kind to each other and remember to keep it Ted. Bye, everybody. Bye. Osiris. Bowie, Dylan, Marley. 
You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that make titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.